This is M.I.P. With Masamela Mafuma. Mark Thompson. Get woke. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. God bless you. Good morning and get woke. President Biden yesterday in a Rose Garden ceremony signed the new gun legislation, the bipartisan gun legislation into law. Today's legislation is an important start. And here are the key things that it does. Provides $750 million in crisis intervention and red flag laws so the parent, a teacher, a counselor can flag for the court that a child, a student, a patient is exhibiting violent tendencies, threatening class space, or experiencing suicidal thoughts that makes them a danger to themselves and to others. Fort Hood, Texas, 2009. 13 dead, 30 more injured. Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida, 1918, 17 dead, 17 injured. In both places, countless others suffering with invisible wounds. In both places, red flag laws could have stopped both those shooters. You know, this new law requiring, requires young people under 21 to go enhance background checks before purchasing a gun. How many more mass shootings do we have to see where a shooter is 17, 18 years old and able to get his hands on a weapon and go on a killing spree? You know, it closes a so-called boyfriend loophole. If you're convicted of assault against your girlfriend or you can buy a gun, you can't do it. According to a recent study, over 50% of mass shootings, the shooter shot a family member or a partner. So if we keep guns out of the hands of domestic abusers, we can save the lives of their partners. And we can also stop more mass shootings. One, this law includes the first ever federal law that makes gun trafficking and straw purchase explicit federal crimes. It clarifies who needs to register as a federal licensed gun dealer and run background checks before selling a single weapon. It invests in anti-violence programs and work directly with the communities most at risk for gun crimes. And this law also provides funding vital for funding to address the youth mental health crisis in this country, including the trauma experienced by the survivors of gun violence will not save every life from the epidemic of gun violence. But if this law had been in place years ago, even this last year, lives would have been saved. It matters. It matters. Joe Biden yesterday at the Rose Garden on the new gun safety legislation and outlining the provisions therein. We also heard yesterday at the Rose Garden ceremony from Uvalde pediatrician Roy Guerrero. Remember, he gave some graphic testimony before Congress after Uvalde shooting about treating some of the, the victims. 
Let this only be the start of the movement towards the banning of assault weapons. As I have said before, adults are stubborn. We're resistant to change, even when the change will make things better for ourselves, but especially when we think we're immune to the fallout. As we have seen, no community is immune to the fallout. Rather, the fallout is landing in our backyard on a weekly basis. I commend the bipartisan legislators who worked tirelessly to pass this bill. I thank President Biden and Vice President Harris for always standing with the community of Uvalde and allowing our voices to be heard. I invite everyone to move forward from this start of the change that will allow all of our children to make it to the end of our fight, which is a world where safety in schools is never doubted and weapons of war are not allowed in our communities. I see children daily with PTSD and anxiety that's now leading to depression. I spend half my days convincing kids that no one is coming for them and that they are safe knowing, <clears throat> and that they are safe. But how do I say that knowing that the very weapons used in the attack are still freely available? I they most certainly are. And we also heard yesterday from Garnell Whitfield, whose mother at 86 was the eldest Buffalo shooting victim. I'd like to begin my remarks by saying the names of the victims of the Buffalo Massacre. Roberta Drury, Celestine Cheney, Andre McNeil, Hayward Patterson, Catherine Massey, Margus D. Morrison, Aaron Salter, Geraldine Talley, Pearl Young, and Mrs. Ruth E. Whitfield, our 86-year-old mother, all of whom went to the only supermarket in their community on May 14th to pick up groceries, believing that they were safe, but they were not. The devastating reality is that an individual armed with a weapon of war walked in with cameras rolling and massacred them in the name of a hateful ideology. My family, our families, and our community are devastated, but their intent to divide us and to promulgate further violence within our community has failed miserably. For we have instead chosen to love over hate, to speak out, rather than stay silent and to stand with those courageous enough to lead us to the signing of the most impactful gun legislation in over 30 years. We're truly grateful for this day, but we know that this is only the first step. This new law will undoubtedly help and in some cases prevent future tragedies, but there is much more to do. We must address white supremacy and direct domestic terrorism. They are the leading threat to our homeland and our way of life. So we must continue to fight. More from Joe Biden yesterday. We finally moved that mountain, a mountain of opposition, obstruction, and indifference that stood in the way and stopped every effort at gun safety for 30 years in this nation. Now's the time to galvanize this movement. 
because that's our duty to the people of this nation. Not enough, and we all know that. In preparation for today's signing, I asked to send me their story, people to send me their stories about their experience with gun violence. I received over 2,500 responses in 24 hours. Didn't get to read them all, but I read some. A 17-year-old wrote me saying, quote, a school shooting sophomore year had shattered every sense of normalcy I've ever felt. Almost three years later, I still have nightmares. 24-year-old wrote about growing up in what was, quote, seemingly endless era of gun violence. A 40-year-old wrote me about two friends shot and killed by abusive partners and former partners. Someone else wrote me about a six-year-old child who's sitting near his father's coffin was asking, quote, why is daddy in that scary box? Wake up, daddy. Wake up, daddy. His father had been gunned down. I read these stories and so many others. So many others. And you know, I see the statistics. Over 40,000 people died from gunshot wounds last year in the United States. 25,000 by suicide. I think, can this really be the United States of America? Joe Biden once again at the Rose Garden ceremony just yesterday. But someone who we had the privilege of chatting to briefly several weeks ago and aired it on the show, Manuel Oliver, whose son was killed in the Parkland, Florida shooting at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School, did interrupt the president. What we're doing here today is real, it's vivid, it's relevant. The action we take today is a step designed to make our nation the kind of nation we should be. Today's many things is proof that despite the naysayers, we can make meaningful progress on dealing with gun violence. Because make no mistake, sit down, you'll hear what I have to say. If you think, you. Let him talk, let him talk, no one, okay? Because make no mistake about it, this legislation is real progress, but more has to be done. The provision of this new legislation is gonna save lives and is proof that today's politics, we can come together on a bipartisan basis to get, basis to get important things done, even on an issue as tough as guns. He said we have to do more than that. Um, Manuel Oliver said to Joe Biden yesterday as he interrupted him, Joe Biden seemed a bit agitated at first, uh, but then seemed to be somewhat empathetic. He said, let him talk, let him talk. White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre was asked about the outburst after the ceremony. Uh, the event today included an interruption yeah. by the father of a uh, high school student who was killed in the park. The president first told him to sit down and listen and then encouraged him to continue speaking. I'm just wondering what your reaction is and what his feeling was about that incident today. 
you know, um, our hearts go out to um, Man Manuel Oliver, who has suffered a deep, deep loss. Um, the president met with him earlier today uh, before the event. And as you know, the president understands what loss feels like. Um, and, you know, the president agrees with him. He agrees that we need to do more. Uh, that's why in his speech, he called on Congress to pass legislation that would ban assault weapons, as I just mentioned, and high capacity magazines, strengthen uh, background checks, and enact safe storage laws. Uh, this is something um, uh, that is important, uh, that has been important to, throughout the president's career uh, as vice president, as senator. Uh, the president has had the opportunity, as I just mentioned, to speak with Mr. Oliver in the past, and he knows and understands that he is frustrated and that he's hurting, and rightfully so. His life was up upended when, uh, when gun violence took his son, and so we'll continue to engage with Mr. Oliver as, as, um, as uh, Ambassador Rice has, when Cedric Richmond was here, uh, he had met with, they had met with him as well. Uh, and so we're just going to continue to do the work and have have engagement with Mr. Oliver. Just to be clear, you said they met today before Mr. Oliver interrupted can you tell us what they spoke about this morning? I was not part of that meeting, so I can't speak to what they spoke spoke on. Um, but um, as I said, the president understands what loss feels like. Um, you know, our hearts go out to uh, Mr. Oliver, and I, I would never want to um, imagine what that feels like or want to go through what he's going through, that grieving process. And uh, again, we agree with him. We need to do more. The president stated that in his speech today. He has mentioned that almost every time that he has spoken about uh, gun reform and what needs to be done, what else needs to be done to, to really make a change. Uh, this is a, you know, this is a public health uh, emergency that we're dealing with when we talk about gun violence. So we're going to continue to do the work. Thank Manuel Oliver spoke with CNN later in the day after his protest at the White House. This is like um, giving a green light to Congress to wait another 30 years to do something else. But guess what? We're not going to let that happen. Um, I was yesterday working on this in the city of Orlando. I was a week ago in Philadelphia, and I will be next week in Texas. So for me, again, this is just part of a process. And anyone that thinks that this is a new start, a new beginning, is probably showing that we can slow down our activism. Not me, not Joaquin, not my wife Patricia, and not the thousand of kids that are out there. He also spoke later in the day to CBS News. I think it's a good set of bills. I don't like to call it a first step. That will uh, underestimate um, years of hard work from activists. Mm -hmm. uh, so you cannot call a first step uh, a, a reaction that is only being there for the last two weeks from some um, um, conservative mm -hmm. representatives that did nothing after my son was shot. Uh, I like to think this is a part of a process. It's not the beginning of anything. It's not the end and the beginning of something. It's not a first step. Mm -hmm. It's a baby step, and we need to keep on doing things to get real things done. Uh, my son was murdered with a kid that had access to an assault weapon, which is not banned, and had multiple red flags on him. 
and and uh, as long as we don't hit this by the root, by the problem that's really creating these 45,000 victims per year, we're not going to solve the issue. So Manuel, tell us, so you, you ask, you're asking the president to open an office in the administration to deal exclusively with the problem of gun violence. What else would you like to see happen specifically when it comes to these weapons? Uh, would you like to see a ban? Would you like to see the age raised? What do you think needs to happen? Yes, not only me, President Biden also asked for that. I remember President Biden asking this group of legislators to add um, the ban of assault weapons and the uh, universal background check to, to these bills and, of course, raising the age. And, and both, uh, all three things were out of, the, of any conversation, out of the table. So as much as I want to see that, I, I know that Biden cannot ban assault weapons, but I do know that Biden can open an office, and that will start. Uh, another attitude, another presidential attitude, more aggressive and more in tune with what gun violence means for us as civilians. Where have we heard that before, the call for a White House office on gun violence? We've heard that from our good friend Igor Volsky at Guns Down America. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. We face literally a moral choice in this country, moral choice with profound real-world real world implications. Will we take wise steps to fulfill the responsibility to protect the innocent and while keeping faith with the constitutional rights? Will we match thoughts and prayers with action? I say yes. And that's what we're doing here today. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us, senior advisor to the White House Domestic Policy Council, Stephanie Feldman. Ms. Feldman, how are you today? I am doing well, thank you. Thanks for the opportunity to talk. And thank you for being here. Big ceremony in the Rose Garden today. If you could summarize what today meant and what it will mean going forward when it comes to gun safety. 
We had the opportunity today at the White House to host hundreds of people who lost loved ones to gun violence or survived gun violence themselves. They've been fighting for years, sometimes decades, um, just as President Biden has, to, to make progress on legislation to reduce gun violence. It's been 30 years since we've had significant legislation. And today, President Biden commemorated that he recently signed the Bipartisan Safer Communities Act, which is going to mean real funding going into communities for mental health, for community violence interventions, to support crisis interventions, including extremist protection order laws. It means real changes in our laws, including enhanced background checks for young people who are trying to buy a gun and are under age 21, a number of other measures. It's not everything. The president was very clear today that there's so much more we need to do. And we need to use this day, this moment, to build momentum, to drive forward toward additional progress, uh, because there's uh, there are a lot of additional lives that we need to save. It also, if I'm not mistaken, uh, um, contains the first ever federal law making gun trafficking and straw purchases actual federal crimes, correct? That's absolutely right. We're giving our prosecutors additional tools to make sure that we're keeping guns um, off of our streets when they shouldn't be on our streets and making sure that law-abiding citizens are able to access guns, but people who want to use the guns to commit crimes can't. And uh, it also, what is, how do we, is there a change in the registration when it comes to people actually buying guns, those who are licensed as gun dealers and, and all of that, are there modifications to that as well? So not if you are a person buying a gun, but if you are a gun dealer, absolutely, you are correct. Um, so it does make an important clarification to the existing law. Um, in our country, people who are in the business of selling firearms have to become registered licensed firearms dealers. Um, and because they are licensed dealers, they're supposed to run background checks on gun sales. That's one of the best tools we have to keep guns out of the hands of felons, domestic abusers. And so we need to expand the number of people required to run background checks and uh, we are making progress on that through this legislation uh, there are also in this red flag laws can you tell us a little bit more about those Sure. So 19 states and the District of Columbia already have red flag laws. These are sometimes referred to as extremist protection order laws as well. What these laws do, and it's a little different in every state, but it allows uh, you, a family, uh, uh, a family member, uh, a doctor, um, certain educators to go to a court, petition for the court to temporarily, not permanently, but temporarily, take away someone's access to firearms if they're a danger to themselves or others, meaning that we're creating distance and space between people who might be in a moment of crisis where they could hurt themselves or others. And we're creating space between them and their firearms so they can get help. Uh, what this law does is it gives states $750 million to set up these laws if they haven't done so already, to further expand those laws if they have them today, or to set up other crisis intervention programs. And politically, that'll put some of these states to the test to see if they're really serious about this, because we know some of those states are Republican controlled. Um, the rhetoric, even from Mitch McConnell, mental health, mental health, that's they put it all on that. So this will be a real challenge to some of those states to 
step up, won't it? Well, I think we've already seen some what you might call more conservative states uh, enact red flag laws, and they've seen that there hasn't been some sort of a, um, you know, it hasn't upended their system. It hasn't disgruntled law-abiding gun owners. All it's done is prevented mass shootings, prevented deaths. Um, so we have uh, conservative states that we can look to that have enacted these laws, and hopefully this will be real money to help get other states to follow their lead. Um, a bit of a disruption today from one of the Parkland parents, Manuel Oliver. What's the White House's reaction to his outburst? Um, well, I have nothing um, but respect for uh, what Mr. Oliver has been through. Um, he has experienced unimaginable loss. Um, I have met with him before. The president has met with him before. Um, we are continuing to drive forward a robust gun violence reduction agenda. We agree that there is so much more that needs to be done. That's exactly the message that the president delivered today. Today is not enough. We need to build on this moment to do additional work because there's so many lives we need to save. Part of the more, too, that needs to be done, obviously, getting back to an assault weapons ban at some point in our lifetime. Um, but also, what's up with the holdup of your ATF nominee? Uh, is, is, is that partisan? Um, I don't think it's partisan. Um, I'll leave the prognosticating to our legislative affairs team, but I think it's been um, about getting the right senators in the room at the right time. Um, we had bipartisan support for his discharge, which is the first step so Congress can vote on him. Um, so we are expecting bipartisan support for his uh, confirmation and hoping it will happen soon because we need a confirmed leader in charge of the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco and Firearms, which is the leading law enforcement agency in the country responsible for enforcing our gun laws. That will certainly make a difference. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Stephanie Feldman, President Biden's senior advisor to the White House Domestic Policy Council. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for getting woke and listening to Make It Plain. As always, perform an act of kindness on behalf of an elder or young person. Write a letter to a sister brother who just so happens to find her or himself incarcerated. 
offer libations to the ancestors upon whose sturdy shoulders we all now stand and above all give thanks to the god of your understanding by whatever name you call her and him all god asks of us is that we give each other love thanks for giving mip love and please remember to subscribe and give us a five-star rating if all hearts and minds are clear it has been made plain